Welcome, guys, to another fun, exciting episode. Today, I'm going to be doing the Hell in a Cell predictions. Hell in a Cell is tomorrow night. Got a few matches on the card. Um, I, I knew, full disclosure, I knew the big matches. I knew a few of the matches. And then I said... I, I, I'll be honest, I knew five matches. And then I said, well, I didn't watch I didn't watch all of Raw or all of SmackDown. So maybe I'm missing something. So let me let me just let me just check right now. Let me just Google, you know, what the match card is. The match card is five matches. That's it. So, here I am thinking, alright, I know there's this, 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 this match and this match. Okay. Well, that's only five. That that can't be it. There's, there's definitely more matches. No, no. <laughs> they have only announced five uh, matches for the pay-per-view. So, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Uh... Let's get started um, with the uh, least important match. Uh, Jeff Hardy uh, facing off against Elias. Both uh, Jeff Hardy and Elias moving over to Monday Night Raw because of the draft. Uh, Jeff Hardy was in a triple threat with Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. Elias... Gets involved, interferes, attacks Jeff Hardy. When they said, Elias, Elias, why did you just attack Jeff Hardy? He goes, I'm not going to forget. I'm not going to forget when I was on SmackDown and I was in the Intercontinental Tournament. He ran over me with his car. And I was out. And interesting story. Hell of a way to get payback. I understand. But, uh... Jeff was framed. Did... Did no one tell Elias? Are we are we just gonna ignore that fact? That Jeff Hardy was framed? He wasn't drunk? He was framed by Sheamus? We, are we forgetting that... that Crucial. Hey, hey, if Elias just came out and attacked Jeff Hardy, that's it. He could have just attacked him and said, I'm tired of you, Jeff. I'm tired of your stupid face pain. I'm tired of this and that. And now I come to Monday Night Raw for a fresh start. And you're here too. And I'm sick and tired of you. And attack him. I would have been fine. I would have been perfect with that. I would have been like, understandable. Understandable. But, <laughs> unfortunately, that's not what happened. He said, well, because you framed, uh, you, you, you hit me with your car. Now, if Elias actually watched SmackDown, he would know that Sheamus framed Jeff Hardy. Sheamus. Uh, put the alcohol, you know, in the car and and stuff like that. It was a whole 
storyline with Jeff and Sheamus. There was a piss test in the on SmackDown in the middle of the ring. They had a whole feud about framing framing Jeff and shit like that, and and Jeff overcoming his demons and all of that. No one told Elias. Uh, no one's going to tell Elias, I'm assuming. So they're having a match. I, I'll go with Jeff. Jeff Hardy is my pick to win this just because Jeff needs a win. You know, he lost the Intercontinental title. He comes on Raw. Uh, he's in this feud. You need a... I've, I said it on Tuesday... On my episode, Raw is Heel. You need good guys. They've dropped the ball on a lot of good guys and a lot of baby faces. Jeff Hardy is in a safe place where they look at him as a upper mid card. You know, he could be thrown in the main event if they wanted to. I'd say, yeah. And plus, I mean, I, I, I'm actually happy they turned Elias back heel. I did not buy him as a babyface. Nobody was excited for um, Elias versus King Corbin at uh, WrestleMania. Oh, Elias as a babyface. I can't wait. No one was clamoring for that. So I say Jeff wins. You need... Jeff needs the win. He's coming on Raw. Raw is like a fresh start for him. He needs the win more than Elias. I mean, you could you could build up Elias by beating other guys, but Jeff needs it. Let's let me just move on. <laughs> this oh, oh oh okay. So as of last night, uh. They had the court case. Law and Otis. I actually uh, chuckled when I saw that. Law and Otis. And Otis. <laughs> so they had the... Tr- I'm so... So sorry for yawning. It is still very early <laughs> while I'm recording this. But anyway. Law and Otis... Otis. I'm trying to say order and Otis. Law and Otis. There we go. The trial of the century. Uh, I don't. I don't even remember why Miz is suing Otis. Is it defamation, assault, or something like that? Basically, we had JBL as the judge. Um, he was going to rule in favor of Otis, and then. Miss says, hey, well, there's another briefcase here, and it had uh, money, had money in it. So JBL said, all right, all right, Michael, this is what I'll do. So he booked, uh, well, he's the judge, so he can make matches, apparently. Uh, JBL says, all right, Otis versus Miz for the Money in the Bank briefcase at uh, Hell in a Cell. So that's the match. Now, my one gripe with this, the one reason why this match gets me 
annoyed and upset is because you just had the draft. We just had the draft. What? I said it before and I'll say it again. What was the point of splitting up Otis and Tucker? What was the point of leaving Otis on SmackDown? It made sense when everyone was on SmackDown. Miz and Morrison was on SmackDown. Heavy Machinery was on SmackDown. The briefcase was on SmackDown. Now the draft happens. Miz and Morrison get drafted to Raw. So people go, okay, so I guess they're dropping the storyline. Because it was like, we're going to sue you next week. And then they pushed it back a week. So then when the draft happens, you, you kind of look at it and go, okay, I guess, you know, they're on separate shows now. They're just going to drop the storyline. No big deal. Who cares? Then Tucker goes to Raw and Otis stays on SmackDown. So that's the end of Heavy Machinery. So I look at that too and go, okay, fine. You know, if you look at it, Tucker's going to be a jobber. Tucker will probably be involved with the 24-7 title. I don't see them doing a lot with Tucker by himself, in all honesty. Uh, and then you leave Otis on SmackDown with the briefcase. No problem. I still don't see a problem with it. Except that you broke up a tag team. And you guys know how I feel. There's not enough tag teams already. Why would you break up another one? So I said, fine. Besides the tag team thing, don't see a problem with this. Let's go. Let's see where they go from here. Then on Raw, Miz and Morrison get into some beef with Tucker. And he goes, well, I'm, I'm going to get a partner. I'm going to get a partner to face you two guys. And he gets Otis. He gets Otis in a mask. I know. I, 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 I get it. They want to, they want to, they want to joke. Oh, it's El Gordito. Oh, ooh. Whoa, look at El Gordito go. Ooh, that looks like the Caterpillar. That looks like uh, Otis's move, but it's not. No, this is a different person. I get Otis's accommodating character at this point. I get he's a comedy character, but you already split up the team. What is the point of lingering on this team if you split them up already what is the point what is the point of clinging on to this and now you have friday night smackdown you have the the trial and you basically said here here's the draft you guys on raw 
These guys are on SmackDown. The roster is split. That's it. Okay. And the first pay-per-view after the draft, you already have a Raw guy fighting a SmackDown guy? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Not the next pay-per-view after the draft. Because the next pay-per-view after the draft is Survivor Series. Which makes sense. The next pay-per-view after the draft. The next one after this this pay-per-view. The next pay-per-view coming up is Survivor Series. And for the last, what, four or five years, it's been Raw versus SmackDown. Now, I know Survivor Series is a while away. It's a while away. It's a few, it's a few weeks. They haven't announced what the date is, whether it's going to be three weeks or four weeks, whatever. That's the night where it will be Raw versus SmackDown. You're going to set up the Raw Women's Champion to fight the SmackDown Women's Champion. I know last year they involved NXT, so everything was a triple threat. Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. And I get that. I understand. But let's say NXT isn't involved this year. And they go back to the original brand supremacy. Raw versus SmackDown. Which which is better? You couldn't save this match. For Survivor Series. Wouldn't the match. One. Make more sense. And two. Have more of an impact. If it was. At Survivor Series. You have the match now. And honestly. You kind of look at it and go. Well Otis is winning. Obviously. It's obvious. Otis is going to win. Because he's not losing the Money in the Bank briefcase. He's not. But you save it for Survivor Series. And you involve it. In the storyline. Of Raw versus SmackDown. Because now it's not just. Oh, well, we had a court case and I want that briefcase. No, now it's Raw wants the briefcase. Every, every All the time, all the times it's been champions versus champions. Smack, uh, tag champs versus tag champs. Intercontinental versus U.S. Women's versus women's. WWE versus Universal. Here's a time where you could go, well... Where's the Money in the Bank briefcase going? Is it going to Raw? Or is it saying on SmackDown? These people 
put off storylines, forget storylines, and drop storylines for no reason sometimes. You'll invest in a storyline and then, well, what happened? Well, where to, where to go? What was the payoff? We are just now ner- learning about Mustafa Ali being the SmackDown hacker. And that's not because, oh man, WWE has, has you know, amazing storytelling. They, they, oh, oh my God, they, ha- they planned this all along. No, I'm pretty sure eventually somebody in creative said, we never resolved the SmackDown hacker gimmick. Or enough people have brought it up online that it caught someone's attention and they said, hey, we never, you guys never resolved who was the SmackDown hacker. From March, from March, when the SmackDown hacker came on and revealed the whole Otis and Mandy and Dolph and Sonya Deville storyline... We never found out who it was. That person, that storyline disappeared. We never heard from them again. Now the symbols on the screens, they showed the, the, the LED lights in a circle. And people were like, well, that's Mustafa Ali. That's his symbol. And people were like, oh, that is. They're going to do something with this guy. And they didn't do anything for months. Until he popped up with Retribution. Until he joined Retribution and is leading Retribution. That's just a way to tie up a loose end. I'm going to be... I'm going to be completely honest, though. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, I I lost track of what I was talking about. I just started ranting about the hacker gimmick and Mustafa Ali that I forgot why, why, uh, why I even got into the rant. But it was about long-term storyline, long-term storytelling. Even if Survivor Series is four weeks away, three weeks or four weeks or even five weeks, you could have put this storyline. No one is clamoring for Otis to get his revenge. We've seen it. We've seen us get revenge. He's beaten Miz before. I think he's beaten Morrison before. He's beaten them as a tag team. He's beaten them under a mask as El Gorgi or Dito or whatever the fuck his name is. We've seen it. What do I need to see him take off his mask and do it as Otis? Jeez, they really think that people are really that dumb that they're like, well, El Gordito, he's he's pretty good. But now let's see if Otis can beat Miz and Morrison. What? That's insane. 
We've seen it. He's beaten them. Either move on or you could have saved it for Survivor Series. Because having it right now is stupid. We've just had the draft. Raw guys fight Raw guys. SmackDown guys fight SmackDown guys. Except now where Raw guys and a a SmackDown guy are going to wrestle. You could have saved it for Survivor Series. Made it part of a bigger story. And they didn't, obviously. Now maybe there's a screwy finish. Maybe something goes on. But I feel just Otis is going to win. Otis will keep the briefcase and we move on. Miz and Morrison, move on. Go for the tag titles. You're a tag team. Do something there. You're in a tag, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But Miz ain't winning. I don't know when Otis is going to cash in. If they're waiting for people to come uh, back into the buildings. But Otis is not losing that championship till he cashes it in. And loses it by cashing it in. Now we got three Hell in a Cell matches. These were the five matches I remembered. I remembered I, the briefcase match. Jeff Hardy and Elias. They had even put it up on Instagram when they announced it. They said these two are going to face off. And I already knew there were three Hell in a Cell matches. Okay. Now they'll definitely add another match. They'll add a filler match. Don't know if it'll be Sami Zayn. I don't think so. Or or for the U.S. title. Maybe they'll have a tag team match. Street Profits defending the tag titles. Or maybe New Day defending the titles. Or... Just a random match. Random mass match. We'll probably go for that. Random mass match. So the first of uh, three Hell in Cell matches. This is the order I think they'll go in. Not, not with the first two. I'm pretty sure they'll open up with a Hell in a Cell match. But in the order of Hell in a Cells. Eh? If I do it in the order of Hell in a Cells. I was going to start with the women. But I don't think the women will go first. But does the WWE title go first? I have no idea. You would think three Hell in a Cell matches. One of them is with the women. You put the women in the middle. You do like the WWE title. The women's title. And then... um. The uh, universal title. And uh, more, more, more disrespect. Where's Asuka? Where is Asuka at Hell in a Cell? Where is she going to be? What is she doing right now? I don't know. Let me not even get into it. But, uh, all right. You know what? Just fuck the order thing. The first one, uh, Bailey versus Sasha. This match has been building up for a while now. You, you could even trace this to WrestleMania when uh, they had 
that five-way elimination match and and it just ends with Bailey standing up holding the title and Sasha just staring a hole into her the back of her head like she would she would have turned there then they become the tag champs then Sasha's the uh Raw Women's Champ is two belts banks and uh Bailey dough straps um then Bailey just, you know, eventually they lose the tag title. Sasha loses the Raw title. And Bailey just goes, listen, I did this because I knew you were going to backstab me. I knew you were going to do it. It's almost, in, it's almost in Sasha's nature to attack Bailey and shit like that. But the new Bailey, no, no, no. The new Bailey knows what Sasha was going to do. So she went and she attacked her before she could get attacked. Um... This is a coin flip. I say you coin you you could coin flip this and you would not be wrong on on this one. Listen, the other two Helena Saw matches, honestly, in my opinion, predictable. This one is not. This is gonna be the match to watch. Of the three Helena Saw matches, this is the one to watch. I'll hype up this one any day. Listen, you could do Bailey wins at Hell in a Cell and injure Sasha and Sasha's away. But then Sasha comes back, wins the Royal Rumble, challenges Bailey to one more match at WrestleMania, and then she gets and then she Finally beat Bailey. Listen, this match should have waited for WrestleMania. These two are the top the top females on on Raw or SmackDown. Now just exclusively on SmackDown. These are the top two. Right here. Now maybe they'll build up Bianca Belair. Maybe that's the plan. To build up Bianca for WrestleMania. But this should have been a WrestleMania match. These two. One-on-one. No extra people. No triple threat. No five-way elimination match. Just these two women. You could do Sasha winning. If you do Sasha winning. You know you're going to at least have two. Like one or two more matches. With these two. Sasha wins. Bailey's going to get her rematch at Survivor Series. Or she'll get her rematch at TLC. You could keep this going on for a, a couple more pay-per-views. So I don't see a clear winner or loser. Like I said, Bailey wins. Maybe Sasha goes away for a bit. And then Sasha comes back. Gets the ultimate revenge. I get to face you one more time at WrestleMania. Or you do Sasha winning and then you do Bailey hunting for the title back. Trying to get her baby back. But if you ask me. You know what? And, and, and also, do you keep the streak Going 
of Sasha losing at Hell in a Cell. First ever Hell in a Cell. Sasha and Charlotte. The next women's Hell in a Cell. Sasha and Becky. All four horsewomen would have been in Hell in a Cell matches. As of tomorrow night. Do you do Sasha losing three Hell in a Cell matches in a row? I'm going with Bailey. You could keep the storyline going longer. The storyline was she attacked her at Payback. Now we're at Hell in a Cell. This is their first match against each other, really. I know they had one SmackDown, and that was a DQ. You know that wasn't the real match. No one was looking like, this is the match. These two are going to beat the shit out of each other. They're going to give each other a five-star match or whatever. No, no, no. We all knew it was going to be at a pay-per-view. So, yes, Hell in a Cell is that pay-per-view. But I think you could keep going longer. I think Bailey. Keeps it and then she ca- uh, uh, captains Team SmackDown at Survivor Series. I see that. That that's that's what's gonna happen. Bailey Bailey retains. Now let me just move quickly. The next two, like I said, are predictable. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton Hell in a Cell match for the WWE title. Drew McIntyre takes it. This is Randy's third match. Against Drew. Lost at SummerSlam. It, with a roll-up. Lost at Clash of Champions. Uh, in an ambulance match. If Randy wins now. Drew's coming for a rematch. Even if Randy Orton beats Drew McIntyre. Says, hey, I beat you. I'm the champion now. Drew's going to say, okay. Well, I want a rematch because I beat you twice before. You beat me once. And I think that just keeps the storyline going. You know what? This, in all honesty, if you're just looking at this from kind of kind of a behind-the-scenes look, I think Randy Orton is due for a big WrestleMania. The next WrestleMania. Mark my words. Mark it down. What's today? Today is October 24th, 2020. Randy Orton is going to have a big match or a big moment at WrestleMania 37. The next WrestleMania coming up, whether they decided they decide to have it in Florida and Tampa. To make up for this past WrestleMania. Or they do WrestleMania in Hollywood. In Los Angeles. Randy Orton is going to have a big moment. Or a big spot. On the WrestleMania card. No doubt about that. This is reminding me of. When Randy fought Brock Lesnar. Randy fought. You know this company like with these. With these veterans, you notice if they're doing something, putting somebody over or something like that, 
They're due for something with mania. Randy Orton, the year he fought Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, he took the hard way. He got elbowed in the forehead, gashed open, bleeding, destroyed by Brock Lesnar. What happened in that year leading to WrestleMania? Coming around full circle after after SummerSlam. He won the Royal Rumble, went to WrestleMania, and won the WWE title. Thinking about it now, it's it, it, it it's like he did a favor. Listen, we want Brock to look strong. He's going to bust you open with his elbow. He's going to bust you open the hard way. You're going to need to get stitched up, but I'm going to look out for you. This is, this is Vince talking, by the way. I'll, but I'm going to take care of you. You're going to win the Royal Rumble. We got the whole storyline. It's going to be you and Bray Wyatt for the WWE title. Think about it now. John Cena ties Ric Flair's number for world titles at number 16. He won it at the Royal Rumble against AJ Styles. He did it. He tied the record. He drops the title two weeks later. The most forgettable title reign. He loses the title maybe two or three weeks later. And then goes on to WrestleMania. Him and Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice. You don't think Vince said, listen, I want to have a big WrestleMania moment. You you want to propose... You're going to get married to Nikki Bella. Do it in the ring. Let's have a WrestleMania moment. You and Miss. And maybe Cena didn't want to do it. And Vince said. I'll let you tie Ric Flair's record. If you do this for me. That's what's going on right now. Present day. I feel. I feel. Vince says. To Randy, we need to make Drew McIntyre look like a million bucks. We need to make this project of putting the world title on him work. So you're going to lose three in a row. You're going to lose that SummerSlam. You're going to lose that Clash. And inside Hell in a Cell. But I'm going to look out for you. Watch. Watch WrestleMania 37, if it's Randy winning winning a title, whether it's Randy against uh, fucking John Cena, whoever, he's going to be in a big match. Mark my words. Barring injury, no one gets injured, everybody's healthy, Randy's getting a big match. But like I said, don't know where Drew goes from here. He's probably going to face Roman at Survivor Series. But Drew McIntyre walks out uh, champion. Now, uh, 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 Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title in Hell in a Cell. Roman Reigns wins. And then I saw if Jey loses, they become, Jey and Jimmy become Roman's subordinates. So, Roman's getting that faction that we all thought. 
they're getting that the bloodline faction back together of all three of those guys, all the cousins. That's it. There's no two ways about it. Jay's going to quit. Roman it, it, Jay even said recently. I read a thing that he recently said that because of the chemistry, because of the storyline, that's why they're having this match. Jay was a one and done match. He was one and done. But they liked the story going in that they said, let's give him another match. He was supposed to be fed to Roman to get him ready for the next guy, whoever that next guy. I'm curious who the next guy was because there's no clear answer on who the next guy is or would have been. So I'm curious about that. But anyway, Roman wins decisively. He's getting his own team, clearly. Jimmy and Jay, maybe they're reluctant at first, and then they just all turn heel, and that's it. That's just the way it goes. Anyway, guys, that's it for my Hell in a Cell predictions. Uh, Hope you enjoyed. Don't mind the rant in the middle when I talked about Otis. Uh... That ate up a chunk of time. So sorry about that. Anyway, guys, uh, I will be back uh, maybe Monday or Tuesday to give uh, the Hell in a Cell results. See if I was right. See if I was wrong. We'll see what happens there. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.